So when I work with group coaching or one-on-one coaching, they've usually been in business five years, service-based entrepreneurs. And they're like, Hey, you know, I look good on paper. I look, I'm doing everything I should be doing. And people think I'm doing well, I'm making money, but I'm still working too many hours, which is of course, bringing down my overhead. And, and what I call the three D's damaging overhead, delayed income, diminished opportunity. Today's show is sponsored by WinTheHourWinTheDay.com. We help you stop working so hard with our three-part formula, team, execution, and scale. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey friends, we are launching our winner's circle and we're gonna cover things in it like how to get your ideas to execution fast, how to build an amazing team you can afford, the mastering the 60-40 win formula and just ultimately stopping that foolish grinding it out because you know what? Your business should support your life, not consume it. Check out the link, the winner's circle. Welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day, and I am your host, Chris Ward. Now today, today in the house, guess who we have? Guess, guess, guess. We have Chris Ward. (laughs) Okay, here's the deal. I'm not going to do what I think is one of those dry solo shows, not at all. Nope, 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 nope. But I'm going to take clippings from some of the many, many, many shows that I've been on as a guest. And here's the funny thing. So hear me out, guys. I want your feedback. Please let me know. Here's the thing. I have guests on my show where they can give you tangible, exciting, easy takeaways. That's what I'm all about. No fluff, big results. And one of the capacities of keeping that interesting is me learning as we go. Like I need to be learning like you and then therefore I ask questions. You guys say great questions, but it's just questions because I'm learning like you. When I'm interviewing people, I don't want them to have too many similarities close to me because I think it just doesn't make for an interesting interview for me and them to be agreeing and kind of lecturing you, right? So that I don't have anyone really in my zone of genius talking about you know, the infrastructure that you need in your business and infrastructure is really heavy and on sexy word. We call it super toolkits. And it really, as my clients tell me all the time, they get back like 25 hours a week, the first month working with us. Right. And it's really about these amazing super toolkits we've in play and helping them build their team and all that stuff. So with your permission, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hop in and out of here and just intro little things that I had in other interviews. So the first one, uh, you're going to hear me. I was on Rosa's show, Rosa DuPont. I'm probably going to say her name wrong anyhow, but you know what? As I ramble on, I'm not even sure it matters because you don't get to hear the interviewer. I'm just cutting out the parts that I did because there's a real energy when you're talking to someone versus me just sitting here raving on with a solo idea. I don't find those so interesting to do or to listen to. So in this one, let's hop in and you'll hear a little bit about my backstory if you've not heard that before. Chris Ward, I'm so excited. You connected with me on LinkedIn and gave us a review of the show and I was so blessed and honored. So having you on the show is really a privilege. How are you? Oh, I'm pumped to be here, Rosa, pumped. 
Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about your background. So I started my business many years ago, over 12 years ago as a marketing strategist. And like so many entrepreneurs, like you guys out there, man, those first two years, I was working insane hours. I was like, as my husband used to say, I was always stealing from sleep. So mm. I did learn that you go a couple months without maybe even two years of sleep. And it sort of erodes the charm that you thought you originally had. And so I started to realize, oh my gosh, here's the people that are cheering me on. And my, like, my husband was so incredibly supportive. And now I'm starting to snap at people and be impatient because I'm exhausted, right? Mm -hmm. So move the story along. And I was like, okay, I have to take a look at how we can do things differently. I, I got a lot done in a day. I was very organized. So I always thought there was just too much work. But I started to examine productivity and team building feverishly. And I made some changes. I went from like 16 hours a day down to six. And the biggest lesson I learned is how much I had been working against myself, how counterproductive that was. So lots of changes happened, super exciting. And luckily they did because uh, a number of years later, my husband was diagnosed with colon cancer and I was pulled away from the business for about two years. And when I returned after his passing, my existing clients had no idea of my absence, none. And they just wow. couldn't figure out how did I do that? Like, how did I manage that? Right. And uh, I didn't feel it was good for business. I didn't want to talk about it. We were very positive in nature. We felt that if the doctors were wrong, we sat around crying, holding hands for two years. If the doctors were right, we sat around the last two years crying, holding hands. So we, I planned trips for him and did all kinds of stuff. And and so when I returned, it was real shock to people that were around me because they just had no idea. So they started to ask me if I could work with them under the capacity of team building and productivity mm -hmm, and all yeah. that stuff. And uh, they started to see big results and get their evenings and weekends back and make more money, less time and really get their eyes to ideas to execution, which I'm all about ideas to execution. Yes. And so then I thought, well, you know, your business should support your life, not consume it. You're right. And Life has interruptions. So you better have a business you can lean on because clearly me crafting a resume, trying to be charming in a job interview and learn a new job would not have been healthy for me at that point. Mm -hmm. So I thought, how can I help more people? And I wrote the book when they are, when the day, and it really is just sort of blossomed from there. Cause we've got coaching at all different levels, group coaching, masterminds, all sorts of things. So that's how it all sort of started. Okay, so now what we're going to do is we're going to dive into uh, what the question was poised, poised to me was, hey, Chris, what do you think is one of the biggest myths about starting a team? I think the biggest myth is just that it's time intensive, it's costly, you know, and that you have to get to a certain level and then you think you can afford a team. You will mm -hmm. never get to that level by yourself. I mean, Steve Jobs would you know, other than his passing would still be in the garage tinkering around. Like there is just no, nothing has ever been accomplished in the history of mankind, especially in business that didn't have a team. So we're going to go from there into my first outsourcer. You got to hear this guys. Back in the day when I was still going to physical appointments, I would sit there and make notes. And as a marketing strategist, each conversation is very custom and all this other stuff. And then I would leave and I would promise hand to God that when I got back to the office, I would put these notes right into the client's file on the computer. Promise. Mm -hmm. Now that seldom happened. Okay. Almost never. So what would happen <laughs> is I would, the goal was to, originally to get it in Friday afternoon, but often it was like for the next Friday. And so then these notes that were meant for 20 minutes were now like two weeks old. 
And so sometimes a potential client would call and, you know, I got the opportunity to be one of two people. One, they could hear scrambling, trying to figure it out, stress, or the other is I might misquote them. And then they think I'm trying to swindle them, but no, I'm just disorganized or, or, you know, these notes were not meant to last for two weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, there has to be another way. And so I found a transcriptionist. And what I would do is I would leave the meeting. I would talk into my cell phone. I would do an audio. It would take me 30 seconds. And then I don't understand this, but haven't helped her. This is all she liked to do. So she was really fast and really good. So some weeks I needed her for three, four hours of meetings. Some weeks I needed her for none. But the weeks I needed her, she was like 12 bucks because she was so fast. And 12 bucks got me all of Friday afternoon back, plus any mistakes it could make, the guilt, the burden of carrying it, the stress. And then I thought, this is like, what else? Where else can I go with that? So that's how it cracked my world open and really opened my eyes to, oh, this this is nuts. I got to do this. Okay, now we're going to take a look at, you know, when you do hire someone, what's one of the biggest mistakes you make in building what, you know, I call your win team, your what is next team. So you can get to what is next, what is next, what is next. Because that's what's really being entrepreneurs all about, right? Getting ideas to execution, ideas to execution. And that's why I'm always obsessed about the fact that so many entrepreneurs are trapped in the web of admin. And we believe in the the win formula, 60% execution, 40% admin. So let's take a look at what is a real painful mistake you make when you start your, well, we call it a win team, but most people don't have win teams. They just have VAs. Yeah, I think what, you know, it, it definitely is being overly ambitious and just dumping stuff in a broad capacity. But I would say the biggest thing is when they, they, they don't understand that they're starting a team and that they think, here's the thing I hear from a lot of VAs, what happens is they're really stressed out and they're really busy and they think they need someone to come in and sort of just figure it out, catch up and organize them. Like back in the fifties when you had Ethel that took care of, you know, the doctor, oh, he wouldn't know where his keys were without Ethel, right? So what happens is somebody brings in a VA and then they look at them like, she's not helping me at all. Well, she can't parent you. Like when we hire somebody and they see our layout, they, oh, like, they're like, oh, oh, this is going to be great. Right? So what happens then is let's say you hire Steve and th- Steve starts doing this really great stuff and he's a VA and this is awesome. Then you go, oh, he's really good at this. And then you start dumping more and more stuff on. I mean, it's something as simple as I've just, I'm the last person on the planet earth to discover the cooking channel. So I just started watching these cooking competitions and stuff and understanding that you could be an amazing cook, but you're not a baker. Right. And so what will happen is you'll hire someone should be really good at this. And then you start adding more and more stuff to her because you have no team mentality. You have no process in play, what we call toolkits. And so you just start putting everything under that one umbrella. A lot of people lean into it with social media. They'll say, I want a social media person. Well, I say for what? Like to do posts, to do graphics, to do the backend stuff, to look at the, you know, the algorithm. What is it you want? So that's why I talk about a team is more strategic versus a VA is someone you just dumping stuff on. All right, here's another great question I get all the time. Chris, Chris, what apps do you use? How do you organize yourself? I get that a lot, all right? So, you know, simply put, I could tell you, uh, the hammer doesn't make the carpenter, right? So it's really not about that. But let me expand more here uh, in this conversation. So the question was, what app or tool do you use? And I would tell you, it's not about the tool. It's about the strategy, 
right? Mm -hmm. So what happens is this is what breaks my heart is people who are accomplished and have been in business five years, like yourself, where you're like, okay, yeah, you know what I'm doing on paper, I'm doing good. And the business is live and well, and I get new revenue and this is all good, but I'm still working too many hours. So then you start to go, well, I either need to be more organized or I need this tool or somebody promises me that shiny thing. So you start mm -hmm. looking to external things thinking this is what's going to happen. But it's really, it's the strategy in play. It's not the tool. So it doesn't matter. You do need a platform of a project management platform of some sort. So it doesn't matter if you use Basecamp or ClickUp or whatever. Any, there's so many of them out there now that weren't even there five years ago. But garbage in, as my accountant says, garbage out. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter which platform you're using. It's the yeah. process and the strategy. And if I wish I could give you a, a mind meld and give it to you all, all you guys right now, because I'm all about everyone having an easier life, but that's really the basis of what we work with you on because there, there is a science and a strategy to setting that up and yeah. then you know how to duplicate it. So the, the whole word system sounds heavy and complicated manual-like, and it's mm -hmm. not. It truly is the way we do it, a really effective and simple toolkit. Now let's talk about who I work with because as you'll hear my answer here in one of my, uh, as I was guesting on another show, it's really painful to me. It really breaks my heart. The fact that the people I work with, well, anyhow, don't let me go on. You take a listen. Usually they've been in business at least five years. However, okay. having said that, we're now about to start a masterclass that we've never done before. So when I work with group coaching or one-on-one -on -one coaching, they've usually been in business five years, service-based entrepreneurs. And they're like, hey, you know, I look good on paper. I look, I'm doing everything I should be doing. And people think I'm doing well. I'm making money, but I'm still working too many hours, which is of course, bringing down my overhead and, and what I call the three Ds, damaging overhead, delayed income, diminished opportunity. And the damaging overhead is you. So when you're doing your work at eight o'clock at night, if you could sell your package for a hundred bucks, you're now billing your company really a hundred bucks an hour to do this admin stuff, which is ridiculous, right? So people think you're, you guys may think you're saving money, but in fact, you're costing yourself money. So there's that. We don't usually work initially with uh, new entrepreneurs. However, we're now starting this masterclass where we're going to be doing some coaching um, and there could be whatever. We're starting off new, so it might be five or 10 or 20 people in the group. But with that, it's going to have people in the hot seat. It's going to be Q&A, a lot of access to me. We're going to do when you start, because we've never done this before, we're going to give you a, a one hour strategy session. And then every 90 days, you get a 90 minute strategy session. So a whole bunch of bonuses in there that might be really perfect for the new entrepreneur. So that would be a wonderful lower price point and uh, really get you going with that win team. Absolutely. No, that's awesome. So when you're working with the groups and stuff, when do you recommend that they start building their teams? Is there a certain uh, price level or a certain uh, size of the business? If things were perfect, it would be the day before you thought of starting your business. Because <laughs> yeah. anything you want to do, people think you need to be at a certain point in your business. But the reality is when you first start your business, you need to be outputting your ambitions even more because nobody knows who you are. So you need to be doing this more and more and more. You need to yield way bigger results really in the beginning than you do five years later when you got traction. Yeah. So, but here's the thing, a team, even when you work with us one-on-one -on -one coaching and we hire, we find someone for you, we hire and then you meet them and get the final approval and we train and onboard them and show it how to set up super toolkits and stuff. 
stuff. Even when we do that with clients that can afford it, we start off like even somebody says, okay, I need somebody full time. It's five hours one week. It's 10 hours the next. And it's super affordable. Like the world is a magical place right now with outsourcing and you could get really high skilled labor, admin labor for five, six, seven bucks an hour. So it's super affordable, like crazy affordable. So, but if, you know, you're starting out again, you just want to say, all right, what do I need to, and it's going to pay for itself. Okay, guys, what do you think? It was just an idea I had. What do you think? We're always looking for feedback. You are so generous with your reviews and your ratings, and I read every single one of them. So please let me know if you learned anything today. What did you think of this sort of dice and splice that I did? But I just, I realize that because I want you to be intrigued and interested, and I really am all about delivering content and energy here. And so, you know, business should be fun. Learning should be fun. So I really just didn't want, as I said earlier, a guest on the show, and we're just sitting there murmuring back and forth, and we're in agreement and it's kind of boring for you. But then I realized, man, this is the stuff that I see crippling entrepreneurs all the time. And yet I'm out there doing it on all my social media platforms or I'm on all these other shows. I do a lot of guest spots and speaking gigs and engagements. And then yet I'm not telling you guys this. I'm not helping you if you're in the dark recesses of your office late at night or early, early morning. So I thought, what am I doing? I'm not taking care of you guys. So I thought it was an idea where we can come back and highlight this every couple of months and And I'm really super interested to hear what you learned today. What was your takeaway? Please do tell. Please do reach out to me. Hey, you guys are special. I'll even give you my personal email. Chris, you know how to spell it. K-R-I-S-W-A-R-D, Chris Ward, at winthehourwintheday.com. Let me know in your reviews and send me an email and reach out and tell me what you thought.